the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTWD Plant City. WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. This program is pre-recorded. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Not talking about the bad things, but praying about the things that we know can come to pass. The Bible says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. The Bible says we have not because we ask not. And our government system and all the things that we think are corrupt, if we just pray to God and give it to God, God can fix everything. Instead of being distressed about the things that you're hearing, how about you lay it on the altar? We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something want to go to heaven. I just asked you a show of hands. Who wants to go to heaven? All y'all do. Listen, let me tell you what I said before. Heaven is a place of rejoicing and worship. You're going to worship God and rejoice and praise God. Listen, if you don't want to praise God here, why would you want to go to heaven and praise God? If you can't come to church now, what? You're going to not show up in heaven? Lord, I got something. In this parable, the great prosecutor of the men of God were the religious. You know how self-righteous we are? I love it. We come to church. We look so clean. We judge everybody. But we so dirty ourselves. Scribes, Pharisees, chief priests, they were two different types of class of unbelievers. Verse 7. But when the king heard thereof, he was, wor- he was wroth. And he sent forth his army and destroyed those murderers and burned up their cities. The one thing I want you to notice is the king... Uh, destroy the despisers of his call, not the despisers of his call, but those who murdered his people and his servants. God sent his army in judgment. It was set the example to all that would oppose Christ and the gospel. Verse 8 through 10 says, Then said he to his servants, The wedding is ready, but they which are bidden were not worthy. Go ye therefore to the highway, And as many as you shall find, bid to the wedding. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all as many as they could find, both bad, good, and and the wedding uh, was furnished with guests. Now, verse 8 through 10 talks about this. Here's the complaint of the master of the feast concerning those that were invited. See, the wedding was ready for those that were first invited. And in those days, it was talking about the Jews. The Jews were not worthy. They were utterly unworthy and had forfeited all their privileges they were invited to. It is not God's desires that the sinner perish, but every man chooses the path, chooses his own path. Now, here are three great benefits of the Jews not accepting the invitation. 
the three great benefits of rejecting of the gospel by the Jews when salvation came to the Gentiles. The offer of Christ to the Gentiles was first, first, unexpected, such as the surprise of a wayfaring man upon the road would receive an invitation to a king's son wedding. So imagine you down in uh, Palm Springs and President Trump walks up to you on the road and says, hey, my son get married. You guys are invited. The likelihood of that happening is slim to none. And some of y'all wouldn't accept the invitation. Just like I'm talking about in this message. Because you don't realize the blessing is when you get inside the door. It's all inclusive. Everyone is welcome to the wedding feast. Jews, Samaritans, outlining heathens and the like. Making no distinction between open sinners and morally correct. All are invited to partake of the privileges of this new covenant. God does not distinguish between people. He says he has no respect of person. When Jesus said, come all that labor and heaven labor, and I will give you rest, he just said, some of y'all. He just said, know what, if you seek ye first the kingdom of God, he just said, some of y'all. The whole thing is if you seek God and you seek his understanding, he will bless you with the things you need to be blessed with. Salvation is for every person. We choose not to accept it or we choose to fake it to make it. Number 11. Make note number 11. And when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there was a man which had not a wedding garment. See, the case of the, hypocr- the hypocrite who are in church. See, because y'all thought this message really were about the unsaved. But this is talking about the hypocrites that are in church. They're in it, but they're not of it. It's represented by the guest that had no wedding garment, one of the band gathered at the feast. I'm sure there have been multiple. So what happens is the king, came in, the king came into the wedding feast room, and he observed, he looked out, and when he saw out, he saw one person not dressed in a wedding garment. You try to figure out how in the world could he tell. See, back in those days, what happened is when you were invited to a wedding, the king would provide you with the garment. He would give you that garment to enter, to order, to enter in, and especially if you're coming off the street, he would have had to have supplied you with the garment. This individual chose not to wear the garment. God is inviting you in to sell out to Christ, and half y'all ain't putting it on. I ain't got time for that. I still want to live my life. On Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'm saved. But on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, ha <laughs> all bets are off. There's going to be some judgment for that. The Bible said God is looking for some true worshipers, people that's going to sell out to God. And I have to be honest with you, I have not always been this way. I used to play those fields and play those games, hoping that I didn't die in the middle of my sin, right? But I thank God now I'm sold out for Christ. For God I live and for God I die. It doesn't matter. Everything, every day I wake up, I have Christ on my mind. Everything I do, I give God the honor and the glory for. I know I would not be where I am today had it not been for God. I ask God every day to walk my, to guide my steps, to lead me in the right direction. So the came, he came in to welcome all the guests. Let this be a warning to hypocrisy in the church. So your disguise will shortly be stripped away. God knows if you are sound in your profession of faith. You can hide it from man, but you can't hide the truth from God. See, in here, some of y'all look so good. You act so holy. God bless you. Love you. Right? You walk out the door. Somebody trying to get in front of you. You won't let them. 
The one person that cuts you off, you like this. Right? Right? Come on now. Hmm. We play in church. You look good, smell good, act good in church. But my question is, what you doing on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday? I can't tell because half of y'all don't come to church on Wednesday. We still in the church asking for volunteers to do things at the church when we all selling out to Christ. We got a plan. Pastor Jomo has put it up on the wall. We're going to build a new church. We're going to move. We're going to make other. And no one's catching. Y'all not caught the vision? But in order to catch the vision, you got to sell out to Christ. I'm not selling out to the man. I'm selling out to the vision that Christ put in the man. But you all or some of us are so busy doing the things that we're doing that it's just not important to you. This salvation thing is a serious thing. I take it very seriously. God gave it to me. I'm going to cherish it. I'm going to live it and I'm going to walk it. See, the man was not naked or in rags, but he did not have the wedding garment. Nope, the man chose not to follow the king's ceremonial provisions. In the parable, if the gospel be the wedding feast, then the garment is a frame of heart and a course of life agreeable, life agreeable. Say that with me, life agreeable to the gospel. Those and only those who put on Jesus Christ are truly clothed in the wedding garments. Those and only those. It's time for us to stop playing church. The church should be in you. We no longer have to go to a man for him to go between us and God. Jesus was the perfect sacrifice. The Bible says in Romans 6 and 1, shall we continue in sin that grace abounds? And the next section says, God forbid. A lot of us want the grace to continue to abound. Do not get it twisted when it says that we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all, every day, sin and come short of the glory of God. But we all don't sit around and practice repetitive sin all day thinking that I'm going to be all right with God. There's a difference. And he said to him, friends, how cometh, he asked the man, how did he come in here not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. The king questioned the servant. He did not show anger, but a firm rebuke. How could you come in at such a time as this, unhumbled and unsanctified? You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways, and it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the Donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. 
The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. To this question, the man was speechless. Then said the king to the servant, bind him, bind him hand and foot, take him away, and cast him to the other darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The man is ordered to be taken away from the wedding feast. It speaks of the punishment of the lost in the other world. They shall be taken away from the king and from the kingdom and from the wedding feast. Those who walk unworthy of their Christianity. Listen to what I said. This is talking about save folk. Those that walk unworthily of their Christianity. It's one thing to say that I'm a Christian. It's another thing to live as a Christian. Forfeit all the happiness they presumptuously lay claim to. See, hell is their destiny. And yeah, ladies and gentlemen, hell does exist. A lot of us don't want to talk about hell. We want to talk about all the blessings, and blessings are out there. But hell is a consequence. A place of extreme darkness without a spark of light or hope in it. Experiencing great sorrow, rage, and indignation. And here's our key scripture. 14. For many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called to the wedding feast, but few are chosen to the wedding garment. We must take a stand as Christians. And the things that are going on in the world today, we as Christians must take a stand. We have to be on watch and prayerful. Not talking about the bad things, but praying about the things that we know can come to pass. The Bible says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. The Bible says we have not because we ask not. And our government system and all the things that we think are corrupt, if we just pray to God and give it to God, God can fix everything. Instead of being distressed about the things that you're hearing, how about you lay it on the altar? Some of you are going to lose your salvation based on a man. He the president. The devil is a lie. You better honor the office because God allows him to be there for a reason. We need to figure out why and do what God has called us to do to honor the office. We honored it when the other guy was there. I like the other guy. I like this one too. Your lifestyle is important. What you do, say, and how you act are important. If you call yourself a Christian, you should have the attributes of Christ. For example, these are the attributes you should not have. And these are church folks. Galatians 5, 19 through 21 says, Now the practice of a sinful nature are clearly evident. They are sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, total irresponsibility, lack of self-control, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, strife, jealousy. We got people in the church that are just mean for no reason. If you find yourself mad all the time, check yourself. If you realize every time you get into something or you're around people, there's mass confusion, check yourself. 
if you always putting your mouth on somebody, check yourself. Because at the end of the day, these people, I'm going to read to you what their repunishment is going to be. And this is some of us. We put our mouth on people all the time. We won't have anything positive to say about anybody. We have no grace and mercy. Don't realize the measure that you meet on other people is the same measure you're going to meet back from God. You better learn grace and mercy. You better understand how to forgive people and how to move on. Pastor Jomo, Pastor Charmaine both keep preaching about you got to learn how to forgive and move on because you won't be blessed. I'm so glad some of y'all ain't listening because I could be blessed because of you. More time for God to focus on me. Y'all better let this stuff go. It says sorcery, hostility, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, dispute. Some of you guys argue about everything. Dissension, always causing problems. Fraction, factions. In verse 20, 21, envy, drunkenness, riotous behavior. Always want to fight like you did when you were 12. We're a bunch of grown-ups. And other things like these. Listen, this list is not all-inclusive, which means it's not just saying just these things. These are some of the things. These are habitual things. It's one thing if you did something and you realize you did it. The Bible says in 1 John 1 and 9 that he is faithful and just to forgive your sins and cleanse you from righteousness if you confess it. It's another thing is this is who you are. If I know I got a wife and then I got a girlfriend on the side, I can't keep going to God saying, God, forgive me, but I know I'm going back there tomorrow. Right? I'm telling you right now, if some of y'all don't want to hear this, if you ain't married and you sleeping with somebody, that's not biblical. That's, that's not the Bible. I'm sorry to tell you that. You need to get that thing right. You wonder why things are a mess in your life because you ain't following God's and you're habitually doing it. Lord, forgive me. As you know in your heart, you're going to do it again tomorrow. Right? Listen, drinking ain't a sin. I always tell people drinking is not a sin. The Bible says you can drink in moderation, but you got to be careful with that moderation. Because some of us are straight drunkards. We go up in the club and we're going to get our drink on. I'm going on vacation. It's all inclusive. You know what that means. That means all the drinks are included. We were trying to book a trip. The lady said, everything is cool. I said, she said, drinks too. I said, drinks too? She said, drinks too. I said, good, because we drank Kool-Aid. <laughs> Glory to God. Right? Alcohol is not a sin. It's not. If that's the case, all of Europe is going to hell. The problem is how we process it, how we deal with it. Because we can't just have a glass of wine. Also, if you are deciding to have a glass of wine or a glass of beer, whatever you drink, my question is, why are you drinking it? I always ask the same question. If you're drinking it because, look, man, I just had a rough day at work and I just need to relax or I just need to kind of calm down or it just settles my nerves, then there's a problem. Because when I need to calm down and I need to settle down and I need my nerves calm, I seek Jesus. Because that other thing is temporary, but God, <laughs> God is forever. So I'm not saying that you don't drink. Don't tell Pastor Jim I said you couldn't drink. Drink as much as you like. Just realize there's some consequences. He says, I warned you before. Listen to the warning. Say, folk. Just as I did previously, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Say, folk. If this is your lifestyle, but you confess to be saved, I'm not telling you. I'm going to read what it says. If you're doing the things repetitively, I just got you talking about other things, and you continue to sin, 
and not just make a mistake because none of us are perfect. We all sin, but we shouldn't be making the same sin all the time. You can't be five years in the church still doing the same nonsense you did at one year in the church. I expect a babe to fall. I can't expect you to be in the church for 10 years doing the same nonsense that the person that just walked into the church did. you got to be an example. you got to live the life that God has called you to live. It's time for us to stop playing church. It's time for us to stop playing church. I got a little clip for you. It comes from a movie. It's perfect for the ending. Did you order the code red? You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Colonel Jessup. So what happens is a lot of us are going to die. And we get to heaven and God's going to order a cold red. Because you've been living a life. And he's going to say the reason I ordered this cold red is because you couldn't handle the truth. You sat at church all those years playing church, and you didn't handle the truth. You didn't take in the word into your heart. The word didn't become who you were. I'm telling you today that it don't have to be that way. Today could be a new day. Today could be a day of change. Today is the day that we can line ourselves up with God's word and God's expectation. Today, everything can change. Joshua 4, 24 and 15 says this. It asks a very important question that makes a very serious life-changing declaration. It says, if it is unacceptable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. Some of you all need to figure that out. If you really don't want to serve him, please just go and do what the gasoline stuff do and go on to hell. Because I'm not going to fake it, right, and still go to hell. If I'm going to do it, I'm not coming to church. I'm not trying to play this game. I want the rewards of being in heaven. I want to worship God. I got some questions for him. Some of us need to realize or choose you this day who you're going to serve. It says, whether the gods which are your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites and those lands you live. But as many, as for me and my house, I'm going to confess, for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. That's who I'm going to serve. Here's our wisdom keys. Wisdom keys as we end. God is, await, God is waiting for you. God is waiting for you. James 4 and 8. James 4 and 8. Come close to God with a contrite heart, a heart of forgiveness. And he will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your unfaithful heart, you double-minded people. Realize, James says that the double-minded, a man of a double mind is unstable in all his ways and should expect nothing of God. If I'm saved today, but tomorrow I'm not saved, and I'm saved this day, that's double-minded. And sometimes your salvation is based on who you're around. So these friends I'm saved around, these friends I'm not. Don't let your friends take you to hell. God loves you and desires to be with you, 2 Peter 3 and 19. 2 Peter 3 and 19. See, God is not late with his promises as some measure lateness. He has restrained himself on account of you, holding back the end because he doesn't want anyone lost. He's given everyone space and time to change. A lot of us should be killed or should die in our sin. But God is so patient and so loving that he's given each and every one of us time 
and space to turn to him. Today is a warning. Today is an enlightenment. Today is a day of decision making. Today, who am I going to serve? Ask your neighbor, are you one of the few good men? See, I know I'm in the army of the Lord. I know I'm one of the few good men. I know I'm a soldier for the Lord. I ride or die with God. I, I know that my salvation is secured in the Father. I know who I trust. I know who I live through. I know who loves me. Are you that confident? Are you that confident? A few good men. A few good men. God is looking for a few good men and women. The question is, are you ready to enlist? Are you ready to enlist? You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.